Live streaming provided by Alpha Geek Radio and Alpha Geek Video. Visit tunein.alphageekradio.com to learn more. Friday is being brought to you this week by some awesome people from all over the world. Major Spoilers VIPs, Patreon members, they're the ones that are making this happen. You can show your support. Patreon.com slash Majorspoilers.com Well, hello everyone. We have made it to the end of another week, and it's actually been a couple of weeks since we have uh, since we've been together. Sorry about that. Uh, some of you who've listened to the morning stream on Monday with Scott Johnson know why I was out of town. The rest of you who missed it, I've got a longer version of that story that will be appearing over on the Patreon page. Eh, maybe this weekend. I'll see. Um, but, uh, yeah, I got wrapped up with a little uh, out-of-town soccer. My son is doing soccer. And uh, that's all good because, you know, he uh, one game scored three goals. They didn't win the tournament. But, you know, uh, still good stuff. And I uh, appreciate my, my son and everything that he does. And we are happy to be parents and support him by taking him out of town to do these crazy soccer tournaments. So, uh, we are here back again this week. I know I've missed you too, but it's finally Friday, and we're going to talk about a lot of things. Uh, This show works best. If you've never listened before, maybe this is your first time checking in. This show works best when you call in and share your thoughts about things that have gone on over the last couple of weeks. So we're going to do that in just a moment. You can get your uh, your phones fired up and ready to go at 785 727-1939, or if you are on Skype, you can call me at Steven underscore Schleicher. But uh, before we get to that, hello to everyone that is in the uh, YouTube chat area. Hello, all you awesome people. Hello to all uh, people listening at work, on the road, on uh, Alpha Geek Radio, Alpha Geek Video, Alpha Geek Media. Thank you guys for uh, your support and putting the link up there. And before we open the phone lines, why don't we hit... Uh, why don't we hit uh, some news, some things that people are talking about this week. Let us kick some things off with this brand new Batman suit. It apparently has everybody upset in some way, shape, or form. Zack Snyder tweeted out the image on his Twitter feed, Zack Snyder, just the other day. He says, Homestretch, last day filming Batman in the new tactical bat suit. Apparently a tactical bat suit means uh, people are going to lose their stuff. Because people certainly did, saying it's the worst costume ever to why does this look like Owl Man from uh, The Watchmen to why does this look like Nazi Batman from Earth 10 from Grant Morrison's run on stuff. I don't think it looks horrible. I mean, it's a bat suit. And Batman has a lot of Batman costume changes. If you look at any movie, he changes costumes a couple of times and they're very subtle and you don't always know it. And if you're going to get in a fight with someone, and we've seen some trailer, uh, some sneak peek stuff from Ben Affleck a couple of weeks ago, looking at Deathstroke, it looks like they're about to uh, throw down in this same location if you put this still image with the video that we saw a couple of weeks ago. So it's a tactical bat suit. It's just a costume. He's only a man. He's not impenetrable. Uh, he's going to need some protection. Plus, it makes him look bulky, even more bulky than before. So good on you, Batman. Sad news for Star Trek Discovery fans. If you were hoping to catch uh, the new Star Trek series when it kicked off in January of 2017, I'm sorry, you're going to have to wait a little bit longer as CBS has announced that they've pushed the launch date to this show back to May of 2017. So it's only five months, 
But in a press release sent from CBS executive producers Alex Kurtzman and Brian Fuller said, We aim to dream big and deliver, and that means making sure the demands of physical and post-production for a show that takes place entirely in space and the need to meet the air date don't result in compromised quality. Before heading into production, we evaluated these realities with our partners at CBS, and they agreed Star Trek deserves the very best, and these extra few months will help us achieve a vision that we can all be proud of. CBS uh, kind of uh, cor- uh, concurred with them, saying, hey, uh, this just means that we don't have to worry about running into the uh, new spring season and only have one episode of Star Trek on before we bump it over to that uh, to that uh, streaming service that we have that we're charging you $6.99 a month. Unless you want it ad-free, then it's $9.99 a month. But hey, you know, it's uh, CBS and Star Trek. We go uh, together, one and the same. That's maybe not necessarily an exact quote, maybe paraphrased, maybe reading between the lines, but uh, there you go. If you are a Batman fan, and who is it? Come on, who is not a Batman fan? And if you're a fan of the Batman animated series, there is a new game coming out from um, uh, from Cryptozoic that looks really cool. It's called Batman, the animated series, almost got him card game. It's based on the uh, poker game, uh, the poker game episode called Almost Got Him, where the villains are sitting around telling tales about how they almost got Batman. And what no one realizes that someone sitting at the table is secretly Batman in disguise. So the object of the game is as you play your poker hands, you're trying to figure out who is the secret Batman at the table. If you figure it out, you get points, you win. If you don't, then I guess Batman gets you. I'm hoping somewhere along the line, someone has a rock and they throw it at you. Yeah. Finally today, this is where you start getting your phone lines dialed up. Cartoon Network has announced that the regular show will be ending at the end of Season 8. Season 8 kicks off in January 2017. Uh, Show creator J.G. Quintel says making regular show has been so much fun. We got to tell all the stories we wanted to tell and making the choice to go out exactly how we want to go out. We're so proud and excited for people to see how we're wrapping things up in a big, big way. We're bringing everything full circle. Now, there's no word on how many episodes are in the final season, at least not in the Cartoon Network press release. But there you go. There is some news from around the world of comic books and pop culture. And now it's time for you to call in 785-727-1939 or Stephen underscore Schleicher on Skype. If you got questions, whatever, you've got the chat room as well. If that is out there, I will try to keep an eye on it as we talk about things. So what is going on with you guys this week? Are you having fun? Are you relaxed? Are you Looking forward to getting into the weekend. The weather should be starting to get cooler for a lot of you. I know it's gotten cooler here. It's got a little warmed up yesterday and today again, but beginning of the week was in the 60s, and uh, I don't even know what the temperature is now. Oh, yeah, I do, because I've got this really cool clock that I built out of an Arduino, and uh, or I'm sorry, a Raspberry Pi and a monitor, and I can tell exactly what time it is, what the temperature is, and what r- local radar looks like. 77 degrees out. It's a nice day. Not too humid, though. We got a little rain last night. Uh, oh, for speaking of uh, rain, for those of you who are Patreon and VIP members, make sure you head over to those sites. I recorded something. I got a pair of binaural microphones. And normally binaural microphones are super expensive because you have these microphones, these capsules, that are embedded inside of a foam rubber head. Because what a binaural microphone does is it is mimicking the way sound wraps around the face and goes into each ear and wraps around the ear and how the cup of the ear uh, prevents um, uh, sounds coming in. And the idea is if you record with these two microphones built into a head, 
you get some very cool surround sound experience. It's very awesome. And I found, a, unfortunately, the, these things have been super, super expensive uh, forever. But I found a pair online that like a hundred bucks. And I was like, there's no way I can pass this up. And what's neat about them is instead of having a foam head that you embed the, um, um, the microphone into, you actually just put the microphones into your own ear. You wear them like a pair of earbuds and then you can record and it sounds fantastic. And, uh, I did a test where it was raining a couple of weeks ago and I just sat out on the back porch while the thunderstorm rolls in and the rain happens. And if you close your eyes, it's super freaky surround sound stereo coming in, uh, you know, in a, in a pair of earbuds or whatever that you may be using, tweaked audio earbuds, whatever. Make sure you use that checkout code major to save uh, 33% off, but it sounds awesome. So if you're a Patreon or VIP member, then you went to go and check that out. And apparently for Patreon, I didn't know that they had done this. I know a couple of weeks ago they had instituted tagging. So now all the posts can be tagged. So whenever I put something up that's Zach on film related, it'll be a Zach on film tag. So if you go over to the Patreon page and you're looking for just bonus tracks of movies, you can click on bonus tracks and those will pop up. Uh, the other thing that apparently they have unlocked in the last couple of weeks is an RSS feed for subscribers. So if you are a Patreon member, uh, you can now subscribe to every audio feed that's that's in your uh, price range, you know, depending on where it's who it's released to. You will be able to access that RSS feed and listen to those kinds of things. So very cool. Let's see. What are people saying in the uh, oh, well, Tim Burton is awesome. And then there's an asterisk. And then later on down the page, it says Steven. So I'm guess. Tim Burton is awesome. Maybe you really mean Steven is awesome. Well, thank you. Um, <laughs> what are people saying about... Uh, what are people saying about uh, Batman? It says the 89 Batman did it quite well instead of tactical vest and tank top. Um, of course, the one thing about the 89 Batman was he was coated in a big old chunk of plastic. So, you know, it was a hard candy shell. Uh, as we saw in the Batman uh, Begins and those kinds of things, um, they want it to be a little bit more flexible because that was the other problem with the Keaton Batman is he couldn't turn his head. He had to turn his whole body. So um, you do have to take that into account. Let's head over to the phone lines. Let's say hi to Jarmo. Hey, Jarmo, what's going on, man? Hi, it's me. I think for the first time when I have pro properly set in into my new house. Excellent. Last time I called in the middle of boxes. Right, so what's but going yeah, on? But yeah, regarding that Batman picture you yeah. mm -hmm. just so that that I'm not ready to judge anything based on one picture or for all that we know, it might be just one two minute scene yeah. with bad, bad goggles on just like some night vision or something. Yeah, and exactly. They may slide like in. I mean, here's the thing, right? I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, um, you know, some people are upset because you can't see his eyes. Well, if you think about it, in shows like Batman, the animated series, in fact, any really superhero show, the minute they put on their mask, a lot of times their eyes just go all white. So I don't know why yeah. Batman going black in this. Is, and you're right. Maybe he's doing right. some night vision goggles or he's tapping in since it's tactical. Maybe he flips those down and he sees a uh, Iron Man-esque readout on, his, uh, on those lenses. Could be anything. Could be really cool. Yeah. And in comics, when I think about it, you never see Batman's eyes. They are right. always white. Right. 
But that said, I'm really not a fan of the tactical military look of the superhero costumes in in movies. Why is that? I'm not sure. I guess I just like them more more out there. And it might be because I've actually served in the military. Right, that's true. Per- true. Per- yeah. Perhaps I, I I got my my dose of of that kind of stuff then. Yeah, I can see that. But wouldn't you agree that if you are someone who is not impenetrable, yes, having it, some kind of body armor on is to your advantage? Yes. If we are going that way, it certainly makes sense to have a bulletproof vest and, mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. But very little makes sense in superhero movies. Well, yeah, it's superhero movies, right? It's total fantasy, and that's what happens, is you can go to crazy extremes, and you can still have fun with it, right? I mean, we may roll our eyes, but I guarantee you that this tactical Batman suit is much better than anything George Clooney ever wore. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) I'm not arguing to that that at all. (laughs) Cool. Well, thank you for your feedback on on that. Uh, what else is going on with you? I'm waiting for the post office to deliver me one rare action figure, and, and I hope it's it's not stuck in the customs or. Where, or what rare action or... figure did you get? It's actually Japanese pro wrestling thing. There's there are only five hundred of them ever oh, really? produced and it's it, I got it pretty cheap and I'm actually kind of stoked about it. Excellent. Well, that's kind of a lot of fun. Hopefully, I'm trying to see if I can find my uh oh, maybe if I spell my name right. Uh maybe you guys saw this on uh on my Instagram feed this week. But uh here's a package that I got from our our good friends at UPS. They dropped off this uh this crushed up package. And ran off before I even had a chance to uh, to say hello to him. And fortunately, nothing inside was <laughs> was uh, really damaged. But I mean, look at that! It looks literally looks like someone cr- sat on it, crushed well, it in the it, middle. It's all it's, bent up in a in a in a U shape. Yep, yeah, it's one of those stories, right? I mean, I couldn't believe that. I was just like, because normally I can make it from, and I think we have really two UPS drivers. There's a UPS driver that comes late afternoon who's really cool and I know him and he knows me. I mean, we don't know each other's names, but we know each other by sight. And there's a guy that comes in the morning that I think is a newer guy. And this is the package that came in the morning. And that guy parked out of, out of sight from the house. So I couldn't see the car. Normally when the UPS guy comes up and rings the doorbell and I'm downstairs, I can make it up to the door by the time he is reaching the van and is starting to get in and I can say wave and say thank you and all that kind of stuff. I ran upstairs and I wasn't even in my office. I was just literally at the bottom of the stairs cleaning up some stuff for um, a shoot we were doing. And I ran upstairs and that guy was nowhere to be seen. So I have a feeling he dropped this package, rang the doorbell and ran as fast as he could so he would not have to confront me on, yeah. on, the, on the nature of this package. Yes, he, he definitely knew what's going on. 
Yeah, which, I mean, ah, this is not the first time that UPS has delivered something in this state. Uh, long ago, when my wife and I were first married, she was surprising me. I think it was for our first anniversary or my my birthday, the first oh, year that we were oh, married. Oh, yeah, it's the, it's the life-size Batman. Yeah, the life-size oh, Batman yeah. statue. And I was out in the backyard working, and I hear this kakunk, kakunk, kakunk. And I didn't know that she had bought this. And I turn around, and there's the UPS man just taking these cartons, kicking them along, and in one case, turning one end over end and letting it fall flat. And he's looking at me, and he's like, oh... Uh, where did you want this? And I was like, well, you can just set them right there uh, and I'll take them in. And I didn't know what was in them. So I get, I, you know, he leaves. I take the boxes into the house, open them up. And this, you know, six foot tall life-size Batman statue is just broken into pieces because of the way that he was treating that package. So yes. I, I was really disappointed. Yeah. And actually we have the kind of thing where our UPS the delivery boys always have to take a signature from the from the person they deliver the package. That is sometimes good and sometimes bad because um, yeah, it it can lead to problems if you are not at home and right, at the right. time. And yeah, I, I when I used to live in Atlanta, we would have to get packages delivered all the time, and they were always having to be signed for. And if you missed it, they would try the next day. And if you missed it again, then they took it back to the facility or sent it back to whoever uh, sent the package to you. So there were times where I would have to leave work go and wait for three hours to see if UPS even showed up or miss them in the time that they said that they were going to show up. And then I would have to drive another hour to the UPS sorting facility to find the package and get it. So it, it can be very frustrating when you have to sign yes. a package. Yes. Most of the drivers actually call here mm, before nice. they, they leave, leave it because it's much more convenient. I, that I've way. noticed that we have a DHL, which is another uh, delivery service. It's a little bit smaller than... Uh, UPS and FedEx. Yes, it's it's a German one. We we use that in here in Europe a lot. Oh, okay, good. Uh, but they always call. They call and say, "Hey, we've got a package. Uh, are you gonna? We're gonna be in your area about eleven o'clock. Are you gonna be around to pick this up?" And of course, I'm usually here, and I'll say yes. And sure enough, they show up right at eleven o'clock or a few minutes before, and they'll call and say, "We're gonna be there in five minutes." I'm like, "I'm waiting for you." And sure enough, they're right there. So I, I kind of like DHL, but they're not. Um, they're not as prevalent here, at least in, in Western Kansas, which is why I think they're driving out of Salina or Topeka or Wichita to deliver. Yes, I, I can, I can imagine that because they are not quite as big as UPS. So. Yeah, yeah. Now I did have a very nice federal express experience this week. I had gone into the, um, Verizon store to see about upgrading my phone to see if I had qualified for that. And as I was there talking to the, uh, to the woman, uh, FedEx pulled up, uh, FedEx delivery person comes in to drop off a package and she looks at me and she goes, don't you live over at such and such a street? And I was like, yes. And she's like, you know, I've got a couple of packages that you need to sign for. Do you want me to, you want me to just sign them here and I can just put them in your car for you. And it's like, wow, going from UPS horrible experience to FedEx wonderful experience is really a, a night and day example of customer service in in the delivery industry especially for someone like you who's waiting for you know this super rare uh, uh, action figure if it comes if it comes like the my box all smashed up and you've spent lots of money and stuff and the delivery guy just takes off that's good that's horrible that would be yeah. a horrible experience uh, yes uh, and actually i was a little bit worried because it didn't move from the customs like in oh, three days yeah. after i had had paid the tax and and things like that, but but now it seems that everything everything is okay because if they lose it, I'm not 
certain at all that it can even be replaced. Right, right. That's when when they busted that Batman statue. We were worried that you know we were never going to get it replaced, but the guy happened to have an extra one. And he's like, well, I just won't sell this one and we'll just switch it out and I'll go through UPS insurance and, and get my claim started. So it worked out for us. But I know in some cases when it's super, something super rare like that, man, I, I and, but you also don't yeah. want to spend, you know, three times the cost of what the thing is to have it shipped by some private carrier. Yes, I know. It's it's like registered red airmail, but mm-hmm. not the kind of kind of thing that I think insurance is like up to $300, which is less oh, yeah. than, than yeah. it's actually well, actual value is. And, and 500 of those, I'm not certain the seller could actually find a, a replacement, mm-hmm. even if, even if something happened. Mm-hmm. Well, the good thing is if you can get a basic in- insurance on anything you ship, do it. If you can get tracking and delivery confirmation, do it. Because I was selling yes. some stuff on eBay last year about this time, and somebody had bought some camera gear, and it had shipped, and and uh, I didn't keep a tracking number or anything, um, because I was just like, well, everything else I've shipped has arrived. About thirty days later, I get an email, uh, I get a, a statement from um, eBay saying, hey, this person is is claiming that they never got the equipment, they want their money back, all this stuff. Unless you can prove that this is it, you're, we're going to return the money to them. I was like freaking out going, oh, great. I did not, you know, get a yeah, tracking that, number on this. Yeah, and, that, that, that's really a problem. I know, right? So I, I frantically called up the post office because I knew that they had the number and everything. And um, I told them what day I'd shipped the package and everything. And, and the guy's looking and he's like, well, to be honest with you, if it's 30 days through the post office, we don't keep anything past 30 days. It all goes away. And so what I think was happening was that this person who was buying on eBay was doing a scam in that they claim that it wasn't delivered in 30 days. They get their money back. And if you don't have that tracking number, you have no way to prove it. And yeah. I was like, oh, and I was like, oh, please look. And if you can find it, I would, you know, I was telling the postal guys, if you can find this, I would be r- really grateful. He called back an hour later and he's like, you know what? It was 29 days ago exactly that you sent this. So one more day and we wouldn't have been able to track this down. And so I guess the person who was trying to pull the scam uh, didn't realize it and had their numbers messed up because the minute I said, here's the, here's the tracking number, here's where, here's the address it was delivered to. And here's the person who signed it. That thing went away within about 30 seconds of posting that on, on eBay. So yes, that, that's a good thing because I have actually been on the receiving side once from where, when the package just, it just disappeared. Mm-hmm. Nobody had anything any information about it. I called my local post office. I didn't have a tracking number. Of course, they couldn't help at all, at all because I'm a private person and not a business like that. Right, right. They, they really didn't even put much effort in it because it, it wasn't that, that expensive on like 30, 40 euros and right, right. stuff like that. The person I, I contacted said that, please don't escalate this to eBay <laughs> buyer buyer program thing because I I paid through through PayPal and I I knew I can get my money back if, right, right, if needed right. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. But but yeah, I waited like extra extra ten days, nothing happened and well we, we got to, to agreement it wasn't that real thing. The seller sent a replacement and everything went okay. Excellent. Well I hope you get your uh, I hope you get your figure. 
I'm pretty sure I do. Uh, last thing I saw, it, it had moved moved from the customs to town near me, like like halfway through. I'm pretty sure I'll get it in Monday. Excellent. All right. Well, uh, get a picture and send it to us. <laughs> All right. It, it's not really that impressive, but well, you never know. It may be impressive to. I mean, if it's an ex- important and exciting to you, then maybe it's important and exciting to others. Yeah, it's that thing itself is. It's pretty basic action figure, but only 500 of them. I'm a big fan of, of the guy who is yeah, yeah. from uh, that's, that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. All right, Jarma. Well, have a great weekend. Thank you for calling in. Yeah, you too. Thanks a lot, right. Stephen. See you. Bye. Yeah, bye. So I went to Hastings last night. Some of you may have heard this a, a little bit of the story already if you, um, if you uh, listen to Dueling Review. Uh, again, another podcast that Matthew and I do. Uh, but I was talking about going to Hastings last night. And I guess one of the nice things about Hastings finally closing is my impulse buys are going to go down because there were times where I'd just be like kind of bored. And I'm like, yeah, let's go over to Hastings, see if there's something to find. And I always find something that clutters up this house of mine. See? Um, but their statues and action figures, their six scale figures, I didn't think they were going to drop them past 30%. They're down to like 40 and 50% off now, which is interesting I'm going to wait and see if they go down even further because even though they've dropped the price, the, a lot of those uh, figures have not sold and the statues have not sold because they're still, most of them, 50 to to $100. I wish I would have waited because I did buy a couple of them when they were stuck at 30% for about two or three weeks. Uh, but now the price of those figures has dropped below the suggested retail price and below what, the, what you can buy them for on eBay. So I'm thinking that now would be a good time to, or in a couple of weeks, start buying up some of these action figures and statues and whatnot, because you're going to make at least 20% if you sell them on eBay, even with shipping. So that, that's another interesting thing that I noticed about Hastings. So if there's a Hastings in your area, now might be a time to actually make some money off Hastings, trying to make some money off of their going out of business sale. Just something I noticed because I was tracking this stuff uh, months ago when they first announced it, and I was uh, looking to buy these things, and I was like, well, is it cheaper to buy on eBay, or is it cheaper to buy when these things drop in price? And now it's certainly cheaper to buy on uh, at Hastings, but you could certainly make uh, turn them around and make some money on, on eBay. There's one that I really have my eye on, because, and I don't want to say anything, because I know Brad Will's probably listening or watching, and I don't want him to go and buy it. But there's one that's on sale that if I buy it, and this is, you know, this is horrible, but if I buy it, I know within about a year or two, this particular thing will probably quadruple in price. I can't say anything more about it, but I'm sure that it will, um, that it will quadruple in price in about a year. So there's some speculation that's going on, but it's, it's horrible speculation and I don't want to make money off someone else's tragedy. So. Uh, let's see. No Hastings in Britain that I'm aware of. No, uh, Hastings is kind of like a media play, uh, which you probably also don't have in, in, uh, in Britain. Um, but, uh, Hastings is a chain of stores in the central part of the United States, basically from Texas up to, I think like South Dakota, and at least as far away as uh, Denver to the Kansas city area, about 175 stores in that region. And they cater to mid-sized to small-sized towns like what we have. And it's basically your books and games and um, 
music and electronics and all that kind of stuff all mixed into one. So if you're kind of familiar with a media play um, or what would be another one, um, their other company that they had under them was kind of like a Suncoast video kind of place. That might be another one to uh, to kind of compare them to. But yeah, just kind of a general general store of uh, books and magazines, comics, etc. So hello, who is this on the phone line? Hey, Stephen, it's Bill Schweiger. How you doing? Hey, Bill. What's going on, man? Oh, I snuck out of work a little early. Well, Thank it's you Friday. You should, right? Off. Absolutely. So I'm out uh, walking my dog before I get my daughter from school. So if you hear barking, I am not turning into a werewolf. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is just my 100-pound dog. Ooh, what kind of dog is it? 100 pounds. He is uh-huh. a, uh, that, that is a tail. He was supposed to be a lab mixed with a golden retriever. He's about four years old. Mm-hmm. Um, but as he got bigger, he got bigger and bigger yeah. and boxier and boxier and droolier and droolier. Uh-huh. And I believe he is half Newfoundland, which is a bit wow. more than we had bargained for. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you listen to Adam Carolla, but he's also got, it sounds like a dog that's kind of like yours, where he didn't think the dog was going to get this big. The dog's not even a year old yet, and it's a lab mix, and it's already 114 pounds. Oh, that yeah. It's, so they thought they they said the dog is mixed with a golden. We think, <laughs> but you're going, to, you know. But, but he's a big, lovable dummy. I love him, but uh, yeah, he's a he's a monster. Yeah. Wow. So so what besides walking the dog? What else is going on? Has your has your new book dropped yet? Uh, no, not yet. Um, I am wrapping up the first draft. I hope to have it done within the next month so that I can begin, you know, the wonderful editing process mm-hmm. and I have to turn it into Random House on, uh, December 1st, but I think they want to do something. I think they want to have it ready by July oh, cool. uh, of next year. Now, do you, I did get some, I'm oh, sorry, you, go ahead. Do you do your own? editing or do you pay someone else to edit your your manuscript for you i do my own editing and then of course i send it to the wife and uh i have a friend who does it so i try and get it as cleaned up as possible before i send it to my editor at random right. house who then you know takes a hack at it as well so cool I have been doing a lot of research stuff and gathering all my research material, and I think on November 1, I'm going to try the... Uh... NaNoWriMo! Yeah, yeah. What is it called? Uh, National Novel Writing Month, NaNoWriMo. Yes. That's, that um, is what I'm going to try to do. That's tremendous. I'm more of a tortoise than a hare, so <laughs> I, I get 50,000 words, but it's more like nano rye for me it's yeah, gotta yeah. be about a year well it's so what it's, are you gonna write i can't tell you yet because i don't want to spoil it for anybody um but it, it it's a it's a detective genre piece and if uh if people have kind of looked over at the vip site they've kind of maybe gotten some hits hit, hints here and there um because i have posted some of my research in different forms over there um but um yeah i think i'm just going to pull the trigger and, and i'm going to be able to crank it out in a month and I know I can do, you know, easily 5,000 words a day. That's not a problem. So I think I'm going to be uh, going to try it and see what happens. Well, you, from, from what I gather, you don't sleep anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm getting so older. I think... I'm getting older, so I go to sleep a little earlier now. Instead of 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning, it's more like 11.30, 12.30. Oh, my God. I was up until 1 writing. My wife's away on a business trip, so I was up until 1 last night, and... It, it hurts me the next day. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So would you try to have it published? I mean, is, is that the, the goal? Uh, the goal is to have it, yes, to have it produced in some way that people will see or hear or read. And, um, and I think it's, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. That's awesome. I, I, I love detective fiction and I will be, I will be first in line. And All right. I think as you, I think as you know, um, you know, everybody's looking to make sure people have social media followings and mm-hmm. stuff. And come on, you've got, you've got, uh, the major spoilers empire. So yeah, yeah. you've got to build an audience. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely. I think that would be attractive to agents and publishers. Yeah, I think so. And I think the, the biggest, I think the, the, the toughest thing, and this is something that um, I know I've talked about and we talked a little bit about it this week on Zach on Film is how technology has ruined the detective genre just because just because the things that, you know, a detective used to be able to rely on walking, driving, you know, actual eyeballs on the subject kind of type stuff have all been replaced with electronic surveillance stuff. Uh, and I'm I sure, completely I mean, agree. you know, if you look at the stuff that I've done, if you look and see what was happening in like the 1860s, like when Lincoln, this assassination attempt that they were trying to do on Lincoln and the Pinkertons found out about it, that was done because someone's like, ah, we know Lincoln's going to be here in about a month or two. Why don't we just send some people in to scout around? And those people are going to have to scout around for a week and just kind of listen and interact with ne'er-do-wells and stuff and, you know, suss stuff out by talking to people and then come back to to Washington to warn the president and then come up with this elaborate pot plot to get him out of, I think it was Baltimore or Boston, I forget which one. Um, but then when you look at the 1920s and 30s, of course you have a, a, a telephone and you have a typewriter and a car to help follow a lot of these things. But, you know, if you have to rush to a, a, a telephone somewhere in a restaurant, that's a lot different than just picking up your cell phone and saying, oh darn, my battery is dead. I know I it's it's tricky. So for my for my books, it's like okay, well they they take place in our world. So the mm-hmm. very first thing I have to do is separate my characters from their cell phones. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's usually you know I think in the first book, one of the characters you know is in a is in a drain pipe and her phone gets shattered and yeah. you know so I'm I'm always they always bring them they're always fully charged but I have to dispense with them yeah, yeah some way. But, but see, that's then even that's going to be that's even going to be harder, right? Because you know, cell phones now. You know, uh, Apple is touting the Gorilla Glass and how it's really hard to break the screen. And now the the cell phones are getting more waterproof and dustproof. So it's going to be harder and harder and harder for the thing to drop into an open you know pool of water or puddle of water, and boom, there it's it's done. So it becomes much know, more it, of a challenge to remove that technology. It really becomes a tough plot point, and somebody on one of the podcasts this week mentioned Sherlock and Mm -hmm. what I like about Sherlock is that they actually do a pretty great job of incorporating the technology. Like Mm -hmm. they they don't shy away from it and they're very clever about it instead of topping out like I do and, and sort of taking it off the table. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So what else do you have uh, going on? Well, a couple of weeks ago, I went to Baltimore Comic Con. Oh, excellent. How was my, that? Uh, it was a lot of fun. I took my uh, daughter, my niece, and my nephew uh, as my shields so I could, <laughs> you know, use them as an excuse to go. Yeah. And I got to, you know, I, Mark Wade was there. So, you know, it went up. I, we've been reading Archie. Mm-hmm. And my daughter loves it, and I love it. It's amazing. 
And uh, so I got to fanboy out on Mark Wade for a little bit. Excellent. Like pushing pushing my daughter up. This is my daughter. She loves your stuff, and so do I. <laughs> um, you know, so that was that was pretty fun. And I'm actually going to uh, be at New York Comic Con um, next weekend. Signing next month. Oh, next month. Okay. And you're going to be signing your book there. We're going to be signing books, and there's going to be a couple of random house events, and that'll be that'll be a lot of fun. So well, that sounds that, that sounds really cool. So if people are looking. If people are going to the New York Comic Con and want to see you, where will they be able to see you? Just at the look for the Random House book uh, booth? Uh, there's uh, one of their imprints, Del Rey Books. I think it's booth 2110. Okay. Uh, but yeah, they've, they've got a big booth. It's it's pretty great. And um, so I'll be there on Friday from 11 to 12. And then there's an author. Then I'll put it all up on my website. But uh, I just got those details today. So Excellent. Um, that'll be a lot of fun. Well, tell people what your website is so they can find you. Oh, BillSchwagert.com, and you're not going to find that by spelling it, um, because Schwagert's a mouthful. But, uh, you know, if you type Beast of Barcroft, you'll, you can get the spelling of my name, and you'll, you'll stumble on it. Uh, so, uh, it's easy for me to spell, because, uh, like Schwagert, Schwagert is also uh, an SCH (laughs) name. So, S-C-H-W-E-I-G-A-R-T. The only thing a little bit more German would have it would have been an RDT, but uh, true. the the RT will will work there as well. So you can go and find the books, uh, Beast of Barcroft and Northwoods, and there will be space on that shelf for book number four uh, coming next and, year. I guess. And I, um, thanks to the Major Spoilers podcast and exposing me to Lovecraft, it'll be a little bit of my take on Lovecraft. Mm, so can't wait for that. That'll be exciting. I know that's your, I know that's your sweet spot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I can't wait for that. Anything else, Bill? No, no. Have a great weekend. All right, take care. Oh yeah, uh, we played uh, a recording. You know, this is talking about things that are coming up months and months and months from now. We recorded on Monday, uh, us playing. What is it, Eldritch Horror? which is the board game from a fantasy flight and it's not Arkham horror and it's not elder sign, but it is the one where you're traveling all over the world. It's a fun game. It's super frustrating. It's a super frustrating game because you don't expect to win. Uh, but we were recording that video. so it'll be a video episode that I think comes out. I want to say in late December, it's like towards the end of the year. Uh, that's, I mean, we have recorded all of the, now we have officially recorded all of the, uh, Munchkin Land episodes for the rest of the year. So we're going to take a couple of weeks and do some other things uh, that should be kind of fun. Uh, but we started, Bill, sh- um, uh, Brad Will showed up at um, 7.30 to start setting up, and he, we finally got it set up about 8.15, and we started recording, and that game lasted until 1.30 in the morning. So it was, it was a long, and it will be a long episode once it's all put together, but uh, I think you'll like it. And I think people are, are responding well to the uh, video Munchkin lands that we're doing that you can find right here on this YouTube channel, major spoilers video. If you're listening to the audio feed, you should be checking out all the cool things that are going on in the comment section, all the visuals that were popping up and all that stuff. Uh, but uh, go to youtube.com slash major spoilers. Make sure you subscribe to this channel. So, you know, when, uh, when everything is ready to go, Oh yeah, there's uh, Dr. Brand. Oh, that's uh, uh, John is in the chat too. So he was there manning everything. And I, I have these cards that I have for our cameras, and I shoot everything in 4K. 
it's probably not going to focus. I shoot everything in 4K so that I can do some reframing and um, zooming in on the video without it degrading. Uh, it's just, you know, something everyone's doing. People who shoot in 5K and doing it for 4K, they do the same thing, 8K, same thing, etc. Uh, but we're shooting everything in 4K, and I was recording on these 128 uh, gigabyte, 1,000 uh, times uh, speed Lexar cards, and these are super expensive cards. I mean, they're a couple hundred bucks a piece uh, because you have to have that fast read-write speed to get 4K video onto the camera. I was getting so nervous towards the end of the game because I thought we were going to run out of space and it would literally have taken two and a half hours to transfer the data off of these cards. When we were finished with the game and we were putting everything away, I was like, Brad, I'm just going to go check one of these cards, make sure everything got on there. We had literally five gigabytes of space left, which would have been about another, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes tops. So we were pushing, filling up these cards when we recorded that game. But the end result... It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait for you guys to see it when it releases uh, later in December of this year. Let's go to the phone lines. I do believe is the great Nate O on the line. Good afternoon, sir. Yes. How are you? Everything good. I'm I'm exhausted. Why are you exhausted? It must have been a heck of a couple of weeks. I mean, you had a tropical depression spawn right over you. Actually, that yeah, it was north of me. Actually, someone was coming down on Tuesday to help me out at uh, one of my sites and they had to uh, they had to stop their travels because it's a, hey look tropical storm <laughs> so so what why are you so uh, worn out this week um, well between driving back and forth between a couple of sites this week um, a flat tire oh yeah I and, saw you got uh, screwed on that one didn't you yeah literally uh, and then um, we're actually in training for tournament for next weekend so oh for your uh, um Taekwondo stuff. Yeah, yeah, Taekwondo. I keep wanting to say karate, but that's not right. And I know it's not Aikido uh, because Aikido, you're not breaking boards and people's necks and stuff. No, no, not yet. Uh, <laughs> yet. The, the uh, yeah, so we're we, it's just been exhausting. So just um, rubbing up, trying to get uh, getting the tournament ready, so to mm-hmm. speak. So well, we tonight we're actually doing combat weapon training. So. Oh, cool! That'll be fun. So, what are the weapons that you're you're training with? Do you use like size or uh, bow staff or what do you use? Well, the the tournament you can actually do a whole bunch of stuff. So, um, the but it's not like against someone. It's more of a form. So right, you kind right, of right. just like move in and and different mm-hmm. things. Um, but each now that I'm a black belt, each a weapon has a specific movement form that you have to do. So. I may do the Sanjibong, which are the nunchucks. Uh, eh, I, I don't know. I'm pretty bad at those, but um, I know my uh, instructor and I are going up to a national tournament in October. We're not competing. We're just going up for some training, and I'm going to actually don't know the actual name of it but in Korean, but it's basically like a ninja sword oh, yeah, or like yeah. a um, yeah, samurai sword type mm-hmm. thing. So I'll be training in that. Cool. And they're going to be training in the size, so which are pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, when they start spinning those and flipping them around. I've seen, there was, was it you that sent me a video about this time last year of uh, one of the tournaments where the girl was with the sword and she was doing uh, all of her form stuff with that? I don't, Some, somebody I sent me something. I was I super impressed. This girl was like, I don't know, she looked like she was 10 and was just whipping this thing around and was super impressive. 
Yeah, there are, there's a, well, there's the normal stuff like I compete in. Then there's the extreme stuff where mm-hmm. they're like doing backflips and side flips and yeah. upflips and, and with swords and everything. And there's some of these kids that are like literally 13, 14 years old that are doing backflips with bow staffs and, um, fun knots, which are kind of, they look like a, like a ice pick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Type thing. Um, it's, it's just, in, it's insane. So, uh, it, it's really, really neat seeing these kids. And then, then you have people that are doing the double Sanjibans and then the uh, double Bomangi, which are kind of like a stick. Oh, yeah. Um, like, like a little stick with a handle on it, mm-hmm. which is basically mm-hmm. what we do with co- our combat weapons is they're basically big foam sticks that we hit each other with. So. Oh, cool. Well, safety first, right? Oh, safety first, yeah. yeah. We're all geared up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good, too. Anything else that's going on or anything else you want to do uh, no. talk about today? Uh, the only two things, the only thing, uh, I was going to say too, is like next week is also after I do the tournament, actually PomCon starts next week too. So I'll be okay, taking cool. pictures for that. Excellent. Well, um, should be pretty cool. Share them um, and I will share them too. Yeah. It, it'll, it'll, it's always a fun time, good family fun. So then, um, I was really interested with the, um, the Doctor Who stuff that they're they're going to be doing, that they have all the audio stuff, mm-hmm. and then they're going to animate all that. Right. So um, for, for people who don't know, um, the Patrick Troughton Doctor Who, a lot of those episodes are lost because they were either bulk erased or just thrown in the trash or whatever. The audio portions of that uh, exist because either people were holding them up to the TVs and recording them or um, they had a reel-to-reel or something of that. So the audio tracks for those episodes exist. And so what BBC has done is they've gone in and, and taken still photographs that they had and they are creating a whole animated series of Power of the Daleks and it will debut November 12th, which is a Saturday, I believe, on BBC and BBC America. So everyone's going to have a chance to at least see what Power of the Daleks was about, even though it's not going to have the live action. It's still going to have all the voices from all the actors uh, who were doing those roles back then. It's amazing. I, I, I'm very excited about that because, I mean, I remember seeing some of that stuff when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I was younger. Right. And it, I mean, I watched it. It was fun, but I don't know if it was a third doctor or four. Well, of course, it probably wasn't because none of that stuff, I, you know, right. it probably was all done back then, too. But, yeah, I'm, I'm actually kind of excited about that, that stuff, too. And, um, oh, the other thing, too, is. I, for some real reason, and you know, I've had a PS4 for a few years now, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that you could actually watch YouTube on it. So, oh, cool. Yeah, well, I tweeted it. I tweeted out. I was watching, was catching up on some of the Munchkin Lands. Mm-hmm. So I watched the um, finished watching the um, uh, King of Tokyo, right? Um, that Rob one, and then the um, the other one you guys were doing with. The, the print print and play one mm-hmm. from Steve Jackson's games, which yeah. was I, right. I thought was a neat little game too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, that one's not Steve Jackson games. That is, um, that is Sandy oh, not, um, Sandy Peterson. Oh, Sandy Peterson. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, Sandy Peterson. Yep. Yeah, that was a lot so, of fun, and now you can sit down and watch uh, King of New York, which we just released on Monday. So. Cool, cool. Yeah, I, I, my podcast feed, it, like I said, I've been so busy. I was like, oh, no new Munchkin Land. I'm like, oh, I bet you there's a video, but I was yeah. like, I don't have time for that. <laughs> I should, I should probably, I should probably put out a real short audio, you know, message 
anytime that there's a video feed that just says, hey, everyone, this week, go over <laughs> to YouTube.com slash Major Spoilers to check out yeah. this week's game. I should do that, but oh well. But hey, yeah, there's one nice thing. Funny. One nice thing that's happened, though, is with Libsyn, who we host all of our audio podcasts with, they have now turned on the ability for us to have a, a show automatically posted to YouTube with tags and oh. everything. So if you've noticed suddenly that there were a flurries yeah. of podcast episodes so, suddenly showing up on our YouTube channel, it's because Libsyn has turned that on. Now, I, ha I haven't talked to our guy, Rob Walsh, who's the, um, I think he's the senior VP of something, something at, at, uh, at the Libsyn. But I need to double check with him and see if people watching the YouTube channel, if those get counted towards our um, audio feeds or not. But I can just go in now, hit a button, and it'll upload everything. And then I can certainly go back in and add in new art and different tags and turn on monetization and all that stuff. But it is certainly a huge step for Libsyn to do that for their customers. So you uh, will be able to see or at least listen to a lot of stuff through YouTube now. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, because like I was doing laundry or doing something and I was for some stupid reason, I'm like, oh, I don't, really don't have anything to listen to or, or watch on TV. So I kind of because we're, I'm in that like two week period now that everything's starting to come back, you know, mm -hmm. next week, everything starts back up. Right. Um, and, and yes, I am going to take MacGyver and watch at least the first <laughs> episode. I will try to watch at least the first episode. I, for some reason, I look, I, I would. Oh, it was football. I was watching football and I came on. I'm like, what? Yeah. I didn't even know that they were remaking it. I'm like, who's this? No. Yeah, it looks it looks really bad. I mean, we have the trailer of the major spoilers. It looks horrible. Uh, but maybe for a, an 80s nostalgia factor, it might be worth checking out. I, I but the thing is, I don't even it doesn't even feel like it. It just feels like a, a, a modern just, hey, I'm a cool 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 kid and smart and whatever yeah. and i'm yeah i just it, it, it he feels too full of himself and that's not mm -hmm. who he was it was just he was this very low-key very quiet mm -hmm. very i just you know well, what? pacifist he was also like, a pacifist that was the oh other yeah thing big time so it'll be yeah, interesting and, to see how they do that yeah and he, he you know he's like mac just leave me alone man yeah 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 it's really so, interesting it's kind of like it, it kind of feels like if you remember the original Hawaii Five O, um, that okay. was a that was a pretty interesting show. And then when they remade it for CBS a couple of years ago, um, it just it felt not like Hawaii Five O. It just felt like another police procedural with the Hawaii Five O name slapped on it. And I have a feeling yeah. that's what this MacGyver is going to feel like too. Is just a poor attempt to recapture an older audience that still watches regular broadcast television. Yeah. Yeah, is your physics teacher still around? So I'm sure I'm sure he'll be. You I'm know. pretty sure he is still alive. I know he's retired. Um, I know he's retired. I haven't heard anything that he's passed away. My, uh, they just live down the road from my parents. So, um, yeah, I think he's still alive. I heard that on one of the podcasts you mentioned that I can't remember which one you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your physics teacher basically saying it's like no, no, that doesn't work that way. But the nice thing about that, so people hadn't heard the story, is when MacGyver yeah. first came on, I was so enthralled by it because it was so cool. Oh, I would go in yeah. and, into my science class and start talking about it, and our physics teacher would just roll his eyes and he thought it was the worst show ever. But it always led to conversations about, well, here's what he's trying to do, and here's, and then he would use science to show why these things wouldn't work. And in the process, we were learning about, you know, there's one of the one, I think it was one of the very first episodes of MacGyver. He's uh, taking all of these raincoats and he's sealing them together and creating a hot air balloon that he can escape. And 
you know, we talk about, well, here's how hot air balloons work and here's how much air you would need to fill up this balloon and here's how much heat you would need and he's using, you know, whatever he was using at the time and it was just like, you're right, the material is too heavy. The um, There's not enough heat to heat up the air. He would barely be getting off the ground so therefore fail, but at the same time we were learning all about this stuff about science. So it was very, very cool in a, in a way yeah. it's kind of like... Um, uh, people who use um, television shows to get students into discussions about literature, like Game of Thrones or that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, very interesting. Yeah, so it's already set on my DVR. So I, I figure, you know, give it a few weeks and see really how bad it is. But yeah, other than that, other than that, I'm just getting ready for the end of September, beginning of October. A lot of TV getting ready to. I'll get going. So. Flash Flash podcast is coming back October probably fifth or sixth, so people yep. will be on the lookout for that. And of course, you're a, you're a Patreon member, and uh, it should yeah. just appear if you haven't already subscribed. You should have gotten an email that said, "Hey, the RSS feed is turned on." Here, you just click to subscribe or whatever, and, or copy the URL or whatever, and then you can put it into your favorite uh, podcast player. And when these episodes start releasing, they'll just right appear in your feed. Yeah. I'm ready. All right. Thanks, Nate. Have a great weekend, man. You too, sir. Thank you. Get some rest. Bye. Bye. All right. It's so nice to hear from everyone this week. And uh, man, it's it's been a couple of weeks, but it's always good to talk with you, to see what's going on. Um, Let's see. Are the finally Friday videos no longer being posted? Last one I found was May of 2016. Yeah, they should be there. You know what's probably happening is you are probably looking in, and this is me being bad. But if you're looking on the YouTube channel and you're looking under playlists, my guess is that you're right that the Finally Friday videos, where are they at down here? Don't want to play all, but uh, yeah, May 20th, Supergirl in Riverdale. So what's happened is those videos are there if you go under all videos. Let's flip to the wider shot. There you go. I just have not, I've been bad at adding them to the playlist. So what I will do is later tonight, while things are processing, while I'm doing the uh, critical hit stuff, I will go in and I will add all of these uh, Finally Fridays into the playlist, and you'll have access to all of them. So there's a lot of stuff in there. Look at all that stuff that we got. Critical hit, Lego builds, Finally Friday. We've got other things, Munchkinland. Oh, there's so much stuff going on on our YouTube channel. You will want to subscribe to that, because when you subscribe, you should get a little push notification that says, hey... New video has been posted over at the uh, Major Spoilers video uh, YouTube channel. Go check it out, and then you will be up to date on everything that's going on. Uh, we will be here next week uh, for Finally Friday because uh, we're here for a couple of weeks, and uh, that is always good. But for right now, we will be leaving because it's the end of the week, and I've got to go pick up kids from school because they're chomping at the bit. we got another soccer tournament this weekend. Thankfully, it's here. Hopefully, they will win the tournament. We will find out, and I'll let you know how that goes next week. They play three games over two days, and um, I'm hoping that they win this tournament, home tournament, so we'll see. Thank you, everyone, for being a major Spoilers VIP or Patreon member. For those of you who are, if you're not, please consider. Uh, would, we could really uh, use your help in making sure that we are able to keep things going. Um, going, 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 right? Uh, also, uh, I want you to have a great, wonderful weekend. Do something fun and exciting, but safe. Be safe. Always be safe. Also, be kind to one another. And until next week, when it's finally Friday, take care. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. 
That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 